subliminalsf.myshopify.com and experience Subliminal SF. Violent sagas of the ancient. Yeah, I was. I didn't know what to start it with. I'm like, what is this crazy? Yeah, the heartbeat of comedy is the the. It's still beating here. What I've seen, I believe it. Uh, remember that old song, the rock and roll. Anyway, the heart of comedy is here at Mutiny Radio. It's Monday. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, we have a bunch of guys in the house today. They're actually all, they all, I think, identify as straight cis males. yippity ki um, When you hear that noise, that means you have a minute. I'll probably give you guys some extra time tonight just because we don't have a big, we don't have a thick list. So um, there you go. We usually, when you hear that sound, it means you have a minute. Everybody's really nice, and they take notes and pay attention to each other's sets and act really helpful, and it's really, well, how wonderful that we're all here today on the Joke Workshop. If you want to give us a call, if you're listening live, 415-550-0511, and tell us what you don't or do like about the comedians you guys are going to hear tonight. I know, could you imagine if someone called in, that would be like, what? <laughs> Uh, thank you for, there are, I mean, there's, we have crazy, like, it's always in the top 10, this show of all the shows, so I'm like, who are these crazy people listening? Uh, you can donate $2 into the bucket at the front of the room, that's great. Our, our, um, oh, our rent goes up May 1st, oh my god, it's good. Anyways, I know, boo. It happens every year, it's fine, it's just, it's just the way things are in the mission. And thanks for coming to Joke Workshop. Anyways, here we go. Um, I'm excited because I just... I just booked my tickets for my Hinterlands tour. I'm going up to Portland and Seattle, and I have a bunch of shows. Yay! It's going to be really fun. It's so fun to travel because um, everybody thinks I'm so funny over there. (laughs) Probably because none of them have ever heard my jokes, and so they're like, oh, yeah, new vagina jokes. That's amazing. Wow, new abortion jokes. You're so political. Your first comedian of the night. Let's see what he brings to us. Get your notepads out. Get ready to pay attention to Ricky Yon. All right, I'm one of those crazy people on the radio, by the way. It's my first time here. Thanks for providing this. <laughs> Thanks for providing this program, Pam. Um, uh, you guys can see this on the radio, but uh, I'm a little crippled, uh, crippled by my thoughts. Um, <laughs> so I am uh, experiencing some strife at home right now, some trouble in the home front, domestic issues. I am having communications problems with my Alexa. Uh, it refuses to listen to me every time I say, hey, bitch, listen, bitch, listen to me. And Alexa doesn't respond. And even when I uh, address her by her name, Alexa, Alexa, stop, she doesn't respond. I don't have kids yet, but I imagine uh, it's kind of like talking to your misbehaving kids Name Alexa. Like, Alexa, stop it, stop what you're doing. Um, I also have never been raped. Uh, I imagine it's like talking to your misbehaving rapist. Like, Alexa, stop. I don't like it. Change the music. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, as you guys might be able to tell, 
based on the quality of that first joke, I'm pretty new to comedy. <laughs> uh, the reason why I'm doing it is because my friends tell me I'm funny. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe I should do something I might be good at for once. Uh, so I started going to these mics. And uh, now I know my friends think I'm funny because they love me. So <laughs> I hope you guys think I'm funny. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, yeah, so uh, because I'm Asian, I have a uh, lazy Susan at home. Uh, makes things a lot easier. It's very convenient uh, in the bedroom. My girlfriend can just lie there on her back, uh, spread out her legs, and we can have sex. It's uh, very easy. Oh, by the way, her name is Susan, and she's hella lazy. <laughs> That's my nickname for her, Lazy Susan. I don't know what you guys were thinking of. Uh, hopefully not a uh, naked woman with her legs spread out spinning on the dinner table because that's really fucked up. <laughs> All right, so Ubers. Let's talk about Ubers. Uh, driving for Ubers is tough. Uh, every time I get in an Uber, the driver's always like, hey, man, hey, um, listen, please rate me five stars because if I fall below a 4.8, uh, they fire me. And I'm always like, hey, wow, that's real uh, serious. That's like what my mom said about my grades, except I had to get a 4.9. 4.8 is when she puts me in an Uber, then sends me off to some white family forever. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I did take an Uber here because I'm crippled. Uh, specifically, I took a Uber Express Poor. I mean, Poor? Poor? <laughs> Uh, I found out that uh, not only do you rate your Uber drivers, but they also rate you. Uh, it's kind of weird, right? I, when I found out, I was like, what? Like, I'm not the one with the job to do here. Like, what are you rating? <laughs> my posture? <laughs> or like my taste in restaurants and Tinder dates? Um, you know, what does, uh, what does how to win friends and influence people say about riding a fucking Uber? <laughs> do I do I bring the gum and the uh, Costco Kirkland tiny water bottles for everybody to share? Should I get the normal size version? Um, should I bake cookies and offer massages? What if the driver asked me for a happy ending? Because that would be dangerous. <laughs> or uh, maybe I can get an express pool and when the Prius shows up, five minutes after the five minute countdown that takes 20 minutes i can open the door and uh be like hey guys here's some uh some gum and full-size kirkland waters and uh i'm just gonna walk so you guys can be on a more direct route i just turned your express pool into an uber x welcome to a life of luxury please rate me five stars <laughs> all right, that's all I have. Thanks, guys. Ricky, Yeen, Yan. How do I? Ye Yane? Yeen. Yeen. You stay up there because it's Joke Workshop. All right. Yeah, and then the comments happen. People find the microphones, and then and then the comments are magical. I had a couple, but we're, Pete's going to start. 
Hey, yeah, uh, that was that was fun. Very good uh, joke writing. Um, I think the Alexa joke is funny, but uh, one thing you should try, you could try, is um, so you say like I have an Alexa, and like she doesn't respond when I say like bitch do something or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Like it's funny because you start, you're like, oh, I have a like domestic issue at home. Everyone's like, oh, and then you say it's Alexa, and then you say the bitch line. I think it'd be funny if you're like, oh, I have a domestic problem. <laughs> like I'm always like, bitch, do this thing for me, and like she doesn't do it. And like then reveal that she's an Alexa, uh, and then then that'll get it. I think that'll be good. Alexa's um, the punchline. <laughs> so you stepped on your own punchline. You uh, gave the punchline too early because you can you can string them along for a while by saying funny things, and then we don't know it's Alexa, and we think it's a girl. And the longer you make us believe that, the longer your joke. That's those are tags inside your joke. You know, uh, like you keep putting a line and then you'll get a laugh and then, and then you'll make the people a little uncomfortable because they don't know that it's a robot. And then you're like, fuck that robot. Alexa, it's bitch. All right, that's yeah. good. That's good. Thanks. Uh, and then the other thing, this is like a quick tag, which Pam just explained. You could maybe try. Um, so when you said, you said like it's hard driving for Uber and then you talked about like every time I like get in and ride an Uber like blank. Um, just a quick thing you make it's hard driving for Uber every time I get in like to ride uh, my driver's like sir please stop trying to take the wheel or something like that (laughs) yeah Um, but yeah uh, I think you have some good stuff good job thanks I also in your Alexa joke um, Alexa Alexa stop I really liked that and then like maybe Alexa isn't her safe word or something you finally have to say okay Google (laughs) okay Google stop it like maybe Uh, Google's Alexa's safe word or something even though they're like (laughs) are they the same they're a different platform aren't they yeah, yeah. That could even be a bit of a joke. Like you're cheating on Siri or something like that. Like my name's Siri, bitch, and that's what your Alexa says to you. It's like I'm sorry. Use use the use the safe word. Okay, Google. Yeah, something like that. Uh, uh, for the the rape part, don't say rape. Uh, <laughs> you don't. It's not good enough of a tag yet to use rape as like the lead in. It's a kind of it's like a really hard transition, and so we expect something really good to come after that. And if it doesn't. Then you just said rape on stage with no real comeuppance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's going to kind of make things rougher for you from there on out. All right. Maybe just a nice light sexual assault or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, I like your, your comparison to like like having an Asian mother and like your Uber rating. That's really good. I'd go deeper into that. But uh, just like, I don't know. if I don't know if you have any life experience or something. Like, play that up more. I don't have I anything don't have specific. Any. Okay. What? <laughs> I don't have anything specific, but just go into that more. I think that's that's a good track to go down. Right. Um, and then you're saying, like, what am I getting rated on for, like, being a driver? And you kind of started doing it, but I think you could do, like, be a little more outlandish where you're, like, you're saying, like, what am I getting rated on? Like, how well I masturbate in the back or something like that? Like, something something crazy or like build to crazy it's yeah like, yeah yeah what like how loud i snore or like how loud i talk yeah the that's phone that's or? what i was thinking about today like how many years was i uh, that i spent in my last job or something but yeah that's even better <laughs> yeah like like what's like weird shit that people do in ubers that's really fucking annoying clipping their nails yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah shoot. i mean that's like yeah. that's like some old lady asian bus yeah. shit and they're bringing Please. it to the ubers <laughs> <laughs> yeah that Whoa, too that's real too <laughs> Yeah, how bad my vomit smells or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Thanks. Uh, the lazy Susan joke. Um, I feel like it needs a, a. I mean, I know what a lazy Susan is. I'm not sure everyone knows what a lazy Susan is. Um, there's maybe like somehow have a little act out so people know that it's a round thing. Like, I don't know. Um, 
I was wondering why we call it a lazy Susan if it's only like Chinese people that use it. Isn't that weird? <laughs> What's the name Susan in Chinese? I don't know. Do you know anything? I You're just like, found I, out it's Italian also. Oh, <laughs> lazy Susans are Italian. All right. I've only seen them in like Chinese restaurants. I don't know. I think it's, I think that there's something there with the lazy Susan and I don't know what it is, but I think it's only cause I know what a lazy Susan is. And I think cause that's so old school. I don't I know how to explain funny. it. Though. I was going to say like to piggyback off that where it's like, you know, you sleep with a girlfriend, you don't make her come and you don't eat her out after. So you're a lazy boy, <laughs> uh. you know? And then, um, to add on, oh fuck, I had something else. Oh, Marty was talking about, um, something where like a uh, Siri and Google, uh, Alexa go at it. You know, and that's like a point of domestic abuse where it's like, you know, like I wouldn't know how to put it together properly, but you know how like sometimes like you don't say a phrase right and they'll say something or like, I'm sorry, I can't understand you right now. Yeah. Like all those coin niche terms, that's how like an argument happens between them. And I that's can't like understand them you fighting right over now. you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And you just want a threesome yeah. next to a series. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's right. like how the cops get called on you or something. <laughs> if, if Alexa and if Alexa and Siri really got into it, it'd yeah. be like a really hot threesome, like two robots <laughs> and you're in yeah, the, And then Google just sitting there watching. Because <laughs> yeah. they watch Google's everything. Google's so gross. And then, um, <laughs> it's a little cuck in the corner. I think so. I think off. so. I'm, I was, yeah, that's, what, that's where I went to, yeah. And then, um, just, you're funny. Relax. Have right. fun upstage. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. It's Welcome to comedy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Everybody clap wildly for Ricky. Yan, Yay. You did it. And you took the bullet for everybody. That was very, very brave of you. Your next comedian. What a funny young man he is. Uh, really awesome. Good guy, too. Helped me not go to the hospital. Saved me a lot of money. And you, American taxpayer. Put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. I like how there was less applause because I saved Pam money. They're like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Now nah, we're having fun, guys. Uh, a little about me. My name's Hunter Uniac. My dad's a current tweaker. My mom's a former cokehead, and I'm a raging alcoholic, which means my parents have to be proud of me. You know, that's fun. Based off that same uh, logic, my, uh, gr my kids are going to be lazy stoners. My grandkids, fucking pussies. That's fun. Just got a girlfriend recently. It's also fun. We're like at that lovey-dovey stage. One day I sat down next to her. I'm like, babe, I want to get to know you. I want to get, I want to, get to know what's inside you. I want to get to know what makes you tick. So what she did, she pulled out her phone, showed me a bunch of pictures of other dudes' dicks. Oh, that's funny. That, just was, that was really fucking sad. Everybody's just like, oh, okay. All right. I, um, what's the bit I wanted to work on? Oh, yeah. Guys, like it's, it's, I find it hard to objectify a woman I don't know. You know, which is a bad way to set that up. I'll figure it out later. But the point is, like, I can't enjoy strip clubs. I can't, like, you know what's my idea of an ideal strip club? Where, like, the girls dance, they do the thing, they tip money, and then there's a shared bathroom where after that you can walk in, see a stripper just dropping a hot load. You know, just so it feels like you're in a long-term relationship. You know, like, I want a stripper to give, I want to pay a stripper 40 bucks to give me a lap dance, and then she'll walk away, but I'm tired, sorry. And then spent the entire night just like waking me up like, hey, remember, we got to see our parents for brunch on Monday. I don't know. It's weird, though. I had more stuff to say about that. We're going out of order. It's okay. I, um, it's weird. I can't objectify woman. Like, I got I to gotta know you to know how you're a bitch. Weird. Weird saying that with a room full of dudes. We shouldn't laugh. 
you know but um just weird like this is how uncomfortable i am with objectifying women like if i'm on bart and you know i'm walking down like the uh subway and my hand brushes up against a girl's ass does that whole little thing you know um i will go out of my way as far as possible to make sure her hands brushes up against my ass because uh an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind and that's how justice the statue of justice is you know so i'll be fucking standing there it's like walking right like i'll Wait she passes me, sprint up in front of her and just stick my ass out and stare at her the entire time just to make her feel comfortable, you know? All right. It's weird. I, I feel really uncomfortable saying this, like, objectifying woman shit with a bunch of white guys right here. You should be not be taking notes right now. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Pam's here, but it's Pam. No, I love you, Pam. You are. Um, Jesus. What else is uh, new stuff I have to say? Yeah, I got a girlfriend. It's weird. We're in this, like, she's got multicolored eyes, you know, like in the, the sunlight. Sometimes they're uh, brown. Sometimes they're, like, light green. And I love that. But they say the eyes are the window to your soul, which means that bitch has schizophrenia. All right. You know what, Pam? I know it hasn't been that much time. That's all the new stuff I have. So I think I'm going to give the time back to the room. Is that okay? All right. Applaud for my bomb. Hunter Uniac, yay! Yay! Rage! I liked your opening thing. You're like, I'm a raging alcoholic. I thought that's, I think that's a funny little joke. You helped me write that, actually. Did I? That's yeah. so nice. I'm so happy about that. Um, you were drunk, too. The whole dropping a deuce thing and the anti-objectification with taking a dump, I think that that is... That has somewhere to go. Yeah, I, I need a third one. Like, I wrote that, yeah. I like the whole concept of, like... I mean, you could almost do like, I mean, I know it's, it's just so base, but like it act out of the way that girls like do funny things with like hot girls, what they would like do like with their faces or something like what makes it exciting that you'd want to see a stripper take a dump, you know, like how about if I like pull out her tampon? No, that's just too weird. That's now. pretty yeah. gross. I mean, yeah. th I mean, that's like a super boy, like th that's like super boyfriend. That's like, that's like three years into the relationship sort of like pull out my tamp or maybe the tampon string gets lost and you have to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. That's, that's like super, super boyfriend stuff after you like have sex and you forget the tampons in and then the next day you yeah. remember and then you have to go like fishing for tampon strings. What that's happened. Fuck? Does that not happen to anybody before? No. Nobody sent no, their boyfriend into, <laughs> sorry. Sometimes if you get drunk and you're having your period and you have sex, you forget that you have a tampon in and then the next day and you, if you have a boyfriend, he has to go Round of applause for Jonathan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you got to get the tweezers and go in. Okay, let other people talk. I don't know how to follow that up. Uh, <laughs> I like the bit about uh, your grandkids being pussies or is it your kids or grandkids? I uh, my kids, based on the same logic, my kids are going to be lazy stoners. My grandkids fucking yeah. pussies. Uh, what makes them pussies? What are they addicted to? Well, the that thing is like because it goes uh, meth, coke, alcohol, weed, sobriety. But That's, is it sobriety? It should be something like really lame, like Tylenol or uh, ooh, there we go. Yeah. Like or jewels, they're addicted to yeah. jewels. Or straight like edge, that. <laughs> they're straight edge people or something. They moved to Oxnard. Something. Or they're addicted to yeah. God. Like my grandkid OD'd on a uh, children's Tylenol. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Because I'm never gonna have a heart attack or something like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I write, why I wrote this down, but your misogyny is intimate. Uh, he said you wanted to get to know a girl to know why she's a bitch, right? I'm an intimate misogynist. Yeah. And I like that phrase. I'm a misogynist, but I'm an intimate misogynist. <laughs> like, I need to know why. I need to explain to people why you're a bitch. I can't there, just that's call a better you a way bitch. to phrase it. Yeah, yeah. I need people to understand your bitch. Um, 
I don't know why I wrote this down. <laughs> um, you mentioned the Statue of Justice, and then to just to bring it back around to the misogyny thing, it's like, you know, an eye for our eye makes the whole world blind. The Statue of Justice is a woman, and blind chicks are hot or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And maybe I did just thought of this too, but uh, come around. So the color changing eyes things, I think you could probably get into, get more out of that. Uh, something along the lines of like, uh, you said like, eyes of the window, this is a soul, but you're saying that was it, she has no she has soul? She has multicolored eyes, so oh, that's schizophrenia. Yeah, but or I maybe it's a wrong term though. Maybe as she steals more of your soul, they keep like they're like becoming complete or uh, something like that. So it's like go down the succubus route. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, which is why I think blind chicks are hot or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, could be something to work in there. That's all I got. Uh, I can't hear. I can't hear anything out of it. But I really liked your uh, joke about like you accidentally brazing a girl's ass with your hand. And that you want her to braise you. It happens all the time. <laughs> and I just thought it'd probably be funny if you said uh, instead of her braising your ass, like her braising your cock. It was just like a weird little. Like yeah, just like saying like like a creep. Like all right. <laughs> That's even creepier. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I like I like your opener about like the uh, like where you went with it, like the kids. One small thing that I think would help is that uh, every time you, I've heard you do that, you say, like, my parents have had no choice but to be proud of me. I don't think you need to say the part about have no choice. I think you could just say my parents are proud of me. Because mm. pe- people, like, get the connection. Like, okay. If it's, like, bam, bam, words. Fewer words to the punchline, yeah. And, like, because have to be, I just think, like, why do they have to? So, yeah, I just, I'd cut that if you can. That's right. I'll, I'll try um, it next time, yeah. And then, um, fuck, what was the other thing I was going to say? God damn it. Um, it was the... Oh, uh, about like how you need to be intimate before you like. I thought the sort of the best line. I didn't really get you're going with like the taking a shit thing. Um, I, I liked the like we have to be up at brunch with your parents or whatever. And I think you said it. You're like, oh, after the lap dance, she like says that or something. I think it'd be better if you say like, you know, like I'm about to get a lap dance, and before she does it, she says like we have to be up at like brunch because well, like people wanna- get it. It's while you're asleep, but like. It's a weird. It's hard for me to get there because you wouldn't be I sleeping have, with a stripper, right? I might have not um, phrased it properly. What I meant is like I gave her the four eight dollars for a lap dance, and she goes, "Oh, I'm tired. Maybe tomorrow." But spends the entire night up reminding me about brunch. Oh, the way yeah, the way you said it, okay. I thought that you'd gotten a lap dance, but then she left, and then she some yeah. So yeah. I think just phrasing because uh, I I think that's funny. I just I just missed it um, when you told it this time. Yeah, I need a third one for that too. I was, I was like, so I'll think about like something. I don't know. Yeah. I need, rule of three, you know? I'll figure it out. Well, but the, the, the sleep and the brunch thing is kind of a good one-two punch on its... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. She... Like, uh, you hear about uh, Cardi B, like she uh, openly said, like she uh, drugged guys and stole their money. Wow. Uh, she did that. So maybe I could like pull something about that where it's like she drugged me, I fell asleep, and then she wakes me up for brunch or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Clap your hands together for Hunter Uniac. <laughs> Brunch is, brunch is a funny word. It's also a stupid meal. It's like the one thing you could make at home. Who doesn't know how to make French toast? It's so cheap at home. You need eggs and bread and milk. Like, let's go spend $14 for it. Uh, you're an ex-comedian. It's, hey, he's hey, he's very my man. He's, <laughs> it's been a little while since we've seen him. Put your hands together for Aaron, my man, Lewis. <laughs> Mutiny Radio, what is up? I'm glad to be here because it's been a while since I've performed. Been kind of depressed these past couple weeks, just sitting 
in my chonies, drinking Jim Beam and watching wrestling. I'm not sure if I've been depressed because I've just been watching wrestling in my chonies, drinking Jim Beam, or if I've just been depressed watching wrestling in my chonies, drinking Jim Beam. You guys are psychologists, smart people. You decide, okay? You're comedians, armchair intellectuals, okay? Yeah, I may or may not have a drinking problem. Uh, not because of the chonies and the Jim Beam, but like, uh, like I'm 99% sure, but I just read some book by a French guy last month and I cannot shake the nihilism. Uh, so I'm just unsure about anything except that, uh, that book was really depressing. I don't know. I didn't write anything really today, so I'm just fucking riffing. I'm sure you guys all have great jokes written and that's awesome. I don't. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I kind of realized I had a drinking problem a while back when I was day drinking at Dave and Buster's. Um, no, but no, I had a reason to be day drinking at Dave and Buster's. I was day drinking at Dave and Buster's because I was celebrating the fact that I ate 63 shrimp at Endless Shrimp at Red Lobster. Okay. If you think your life is bad, I just referenced two chain restaurants and one joke. Okay. And only one of those restaurants has skee-ball. Yeah, no, so I got blacked out at Dave and Buster's, and then, like, I came to, and I was, like, it was nighttime, and I was, like, helping out a construction road crew, and they were finishing up their job, and they told me to leave, and I was, like, hey, go fuck yourself, all right? I'm not leaving until this job is done, and they're, like, you're not even getting paid, and I was, like, okay, well... That's what you think. All right? I don't know. Yeah. That was bad. They kicked me out of Dave and Buster's for saying too many wrestling promos. But that's but that's their own bad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've been struggling with drug addiction for a while. And you know, it sucks when uh you know, I've seen other friends struggle with drug addiction and it sucks when you see a friend and uh they start neglecting their friends and family and uh they uh just fuck up their life and then they sober up and it's like wow what a fucking sellout all right now you're hanging out with your kids they don't even smoke weed I remember when you used to suck dick for heroin, all right? You were cool when you did that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of music about how drugs are cool. And, like, that makes sense. But there's also a lot of music about how drugs are bad. But it still makes you want to, like, do drugs. Like, have you ever heard, like, White Lines by Grandmaster Flash? Every time I hear that song... It makes me want to do a fat rail off a toilet seat. Like, I don't know why it has to be off a toilet seat, but my dad didn't raise no bitch, okay? My dad didn't raise me at all. Just turned out to be a bitch on my own. All right? Thank you. 
Aaron Lewis. Yay. Yay. And then yay. I have notes. Who has notes? I have notes. Uh, I think it's very funny when you do all that repetition and with all the stuff in the beginning of the chonies and the wrestling. And I think you missed an opportunity at the end for the depression to say it could be the wrestling, which I know goes against every fiber of your heart and your being. But it would have been because you kept going around in a circle and it almost reminded me of that movie saying anything at the end when he has that thing in the middle. and He says, I don't want to buy anything. What do you want to do with your life? He's like, I don't want to buy anything, sell anything or process anything. I don't want to buy anything sold or bought. I want to process anything bought, sold. I don't want to sell anything processed or I just want to hang out with your daughter. Like that whole he just keeps going around in a circle. And I think it would be funny if you kept doing that. But then it's because you keep saying, well, I don't know if the problem is the problem's not the underwear. The problem's not the gym beam. Here the problems are wrestling. Um, I'm so glad with the Dave and Buster's that you mentioned skee ball because I was like, oh my god, I hope you mentioned skee ball. Sixty three shrimp is a great, great place to lay a little. It's this weird specific thing. I think later you could have some vomit in that story. It happened. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Sixty three shrimp is great. I tallied. I would, but I would bring back the sixty three shrimp because you could even say, have you ever sucked dick for sixty three shrimp? Like you can bring. So in the beginning, you started this whole thing about like repetition, and that's what I would do. I would keep using those. Like I would say, David Buster's is many times as possible i would say red 63 shrimp at red lobster as many times as possible i would even bring back like when you're working with the people on the street and the cones and you're not getting paid you can be like these skee-ball tickets say otherwise <laughs> you know like you can keep going or 63 you know 63 shrimp just i think that the if you if you do just keep riffing like that it is super funny just pick those same words and choose when you're going to introduce a new idea but just keep going back to those touchstones because it'll like It'll. It's funny. It's funny when you're like, I'm a big loser. You know what? 63. Does 63 shrimp a loser? No. So, 63 shrimp does a loser make? Nay. And other people have comments. I thought that was a very funny rambling story. Yeah, that was very fun. Um, one suggestion that I think you could try out. Uh, so, when you said the, the Dave and Buster's Red Lobster thing is fun, um, although I think it could be fun if you switch the two restaurants. Like oh, yeah. it's way it's way gnarlier to get blacked out during the day at a Red Lobster <laughs> and then eat sixty three shrimp from Dave and Buster's or maybe like, skee ball at there. Red Lobster. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. not that's not a skee ball, sir. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lobster. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of fun thing. Finally, no. Yeah. Uh, your beginning bit about like I don't know if I'm depressed um, because of this or. I'm doing this because I'm depressed. Uh, so it's like chicken or the egg depression. Uh, either way, but the chicken's the only one capable of killing itself. Uh, so I don't know. Something along the lines. Play up the chicken or the egg thing. I think you could go somewhere with it. Um, I, get the, I guess so. It made more sense after you said you were just kind of riffing, but I didn't get the French guy reference when he said he read a book by a French guy. Because it, it sounded like you were talking about nihilism. Usually people are referencing Nietzsche. And then, I don't know. Never mind. Uh, you was probably referencing Alfred Camus. Uh, Albert Camus. Albert writer. Camus. It was written like twenty years ago. Oh, okay. It's a good book, but yeah, I haven't been able to like fucking get out of bed on time since I read yeah. that book. But <laughs> well, then then you say you wish the Germans had finished the job. <laughs> so uh, not the Holocaust. No, uh, something like that. Um, what else? Uh, you need to emphasize helping out a construction crew because clearly you weren't helping, right? Uh, you can't. It, it, it is funny that like coming out of your blockout, like either you either make it like sound like you were actually helping them, or the, like point out the things you were doing that were just so remarkably unhelpful. Like 
oh, look, I brought my orange vest. And they're like, no, no, stop waving cars down the street or something like that, you know? Like uh, something along those lines. And then uh, something about, I like, the, I like Pete's suggestion about switching the restaurants, but also something about like getting kicked out of a Dave & Buster's I think qualifies you for rehab under Medicaid. So <laughs> something along those lines might be decent. Uh, that's all I got. Other comments? All right, clap wildly for Aaron Lewis. All right, your next comedian, he just gave a bunch of really great comments. Put your hands together for Marty Cunney. What's up, guys? I've been reading the news recently. I read an uh, article that said that 80% of children conceived in Europe are conceived on IKEA furniture. Which is a fun fact, right? Which is interesting because 80% of divorces in America are caused by IKEA furniture. Uh, funny how that works. Uh, a lot of the same issues, right? Oh, it doesn't fit. Uh, something like that. I don't know. Uh, guys, I, uh, I turned 30 this year, which is cool. People say uh, a lot of things to me like, don't you feel like you're getting older these days now that, now that you're 30? And for me, not really. In fact, I'm finally starting to look my age, right? Because I've looked like this since I was 14 years old. And a lot of people are like, that's great. You looked like a mature young man. Must have been great for picking up ladies in freshman when you were, you know, in high school. It's like, no, nah, guys, I looked like this when I was 14, all right? It's hard to talk to girls in high school when it looks like you're not legally allowed within 300 feet of high school. You know what I'm saying? It was the same issue I had when I got to college and everyone thought I was moving my kids into the dorms. That's a true story. I have like, and then I just didn't leave and everyone's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, <laughs> who is this guy? I had the cops called on me three times for being homeless in my own dormitories, which is very frustrating. But looking back on it, it kind of makes sense. Cause when you're 18 years old, the things that you can do as like a college student are basically the same thing that like homeless people do. But if you, as long, if, as long as you're wearing like a Lacoste and like khaki shorts and Sperry's, you can get away with it. Right. But when you look like me and you're pissing in a corner, singing dispatch and flipping people off, people are going to figure, uh, you know, try to figure out, Hey, does this guy have needles in his pockets when we approach him? You know, things like that. Like it's a different, it's a different kind of issue. Um, I, uh, I was at a party the other night. I saw a girl, uh, it was like a costume party and there's this really cute black chick that she was there and she was wearing like a sexy cop outfit and she was getting crazy. She chugged a fifth of whiskey um, and punched another black guy in the face and called him the N word. And I was like, tapped her on the shoulder. I was like, Hey, I'm Irish. That's our thing. Okay. Um, no, my culture is not a costume. Okay. Stop appropriating our thing. She was like, shut up, bitch. Put on Dropkick Murphys. I was like, no, you're making it worse. <laughs> it is kind of funny that as like an Irishman, there's really not a lot you can appropriate from us at this point. It's like, what do you want? Alcoholism? Go ahead. Uh, itchy sweaters? All yours. Uh, corned beef? We took that from the Jews. You're welcome to it. Uh, spread, spread it around. Potatoes? We took those from Chile. So... Uh, go ahead. Actually, I blame the Chileans for the potato famines. When you look around and think about it like that. Um, you guys been watching all these crazy docs coming out? We got the R. Kelly doc. We got the Michael Jackson doc. Man, it's been a rough time 
uh, for famous black entertainers. Um, rougher, I think the person that might be very impacted by this personally the most is actually uh, Kanye, guys. Kanye is really impacted by this. I think he has mixed feelings on these two docs coming out. Uh, one, you know, it's probably good that people are saying, talking less about all the crazy shit that Kanye says because, like, you know, all this other stuff's overshadowing it. But on the other hand, there's probably nothing that upsets Kanye more than people not talking about all the crazy shit he says. It's really a catch-22 for him. And it's not like he can outdo those guys, right? Like, even if he went up and, like, blew Trump, everyone would still be like, well, he's of age, so uh, <laughs> not a big problem if you think about it. Um, I don't think he'd ever do anything like that either. Uh, out of all, like, the narcissistic, crazy celebrity like couples these fake celebrity couples we have out there i oddly believe in kimye more than any other couple out there it's like the two perfect level of narcissists just fit together like some fucked up lego piece that you can't pull apart you know that one that you had in the lego box that you don't know how they got stuck together like did somebody glue these i don't know what the fuck happened here that's kimye to me uh it's really a perfect marriage to me um i just got I don't, I just wrote this. I don't know if it's going anywhere, but guys, you guys know the story of 101 Dalmatians was, uh, Cruella DeVille, this crazy fashion mogul, uh, wants to make a coat out of 101 different Dalma Dalmatians. Uh, so this fashion mogul must've been goddamn schizophrenic because she just wanted a jacket made out of dog hair. Is that what I'm supposed to believe here? It's like the least valuable thing you could have. Uh, it would have been a lot easier if she had just, I don't know, farmed that one out to Asia rather than try to steal her secretaries. Uh, seemed like a really bad plan out from the offset. I don't know how she got the job. Uh, that's my time, guys. Thanks a lot. Marty Cunny, everyone. Hooray. I mean, you've got to throw out some actual Kanye quotes. There's so many, like, weird shit i just looked up crazy kanye quotes and he <laughs> says the dumbest shit uh he's not, he's not a big fan of books yeah that's, that's one thing he said uh my goal my goal if i was to do art fine art would have been to become picasso or greater <laughs> was that your black voice yeah it was <laughs> did you hear me code switching did you hear me code switching there yeah that was good there's a uh, bible saying no weapon formed against me shall prosper recently i've been doing interviews and i've had to go back to this verse because i don't think there's a celebrity living with more weapons formed against him and i also don't think there's anyone more prosperous i think <laughs> no my my favorite is what would have people a lot, of, a lot of people like to say like what would kanye have done if he didn't win the grammy in some year he said, well, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Damn, nice flex, Kanye. Uh, yeah. Anyway, say some specific quotes because he does say some ridiculous. One of my biggest Achilles heels has been my ego. And if I, Kanye West, the very person, can remove my ego, I think there's hope for everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Things about your set. Um, I don't. You said something about pocket. I don't. Did you say nails in the pocket? I didn't hear. I didn't hear you. You muffled a thing, and I was like, "Oh, needles." Yeah, I kind of muffled. I didn't that know joke. what that was. I, I was like, "What's he talking about?" I was kind of talking too fast through that one. Yeah, but I was yeah like, need nails in the pocket. What? Needles in the pocket, because oh, that actually did happen to me one time when I got mistaken for homeless, and uh, the cops asked me if I had needles in my pocket. I was like, "Oh, that's what's going on." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, you, the only thing you didn't mention that was Irish was Guinness. 
But other than that, I like oh, that. alcoholism. Yeah, I just I love I love all that that stuff. The appropriating, I think that whole part is very very funny. Yeah, I need to iron it out a bit more. But I like it's tough because I that's usually like that whole like appropriation line would like that. It's usually just like a good one off. And like I have a problem with where I try to extend jokes that have already ended have that have already hit their peak. And so it's not like I'm like tagging off. It's like, I'm just trying to start a new joke that doesn't pan out as well as the setup. Right. So I'm trying to figure that out. Other See if I can, can extend it. Ex- uh, well, yeah, uh, I like the, the, I think the stuff about the homeless and like your look, uh, is fun, but like add a little bit of context. So you talk about, you're like, Oh, like must've been easy. Like girls in high school. But, and then you're like, I look like this in high school. I think it's also funny. I imagine you wore different clothes like your freshman year of high school. You're like, I look like this, oh, but I was wearing like a green turban. Yeah, there's usually yeah. a bit where I say, uh, I was trying to get to the newer part, but usually there's a bit where I say, like, imagine you drop your kids off for the first day of high school, and a guy that looks exactly like me, except with a big dog shirt and Jinko jeans on, walks up and hits him in the balls, calls him a bitch, and Healy's away. Like, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I think I just I just think the details good there because right now you look like right. This is not a homeless look. I get yeah. that, or, and, and also just I think you had long hair at some point and that probably helped contribute. Yeah, yeah, I had sideburns like when I was fourteen, like down to here. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's worth mentioning. I don't know. Um, and then uh, I I got the Chileans reference in general, like how they were at fault for the potato famine because they gave potatoes. But like I think you could add just another step to kind of like make that hit a little bit harder because it's just a little bit of like. Too much of a jump, I think. I don't know. Not enough context. Yeah, just like maybe one more thing. Like, did um, you guys know the chili is actually the origin of potatoes? But yeah. United. I don't know. What the fuck did I write here? Um, I, I, what the fuck? Waited for the dong heart. I don't. Okay. Waited don't for the dong heart. I'll nice. try. I'll try to. I'm putting it in the joke. I don't know which joke, but it's going in. I'll, p- <laughs> I'll try to figure out what I what I wrote for that one. I'll tell you later. <laughs> but yeah. Good set, Marty. I um, would just like a little clarification. When you're saying docs, it sounded like you're saying dogs. Dogs? Yeah, so I was waiting for like a pit bull reference. What are we talking about? When you're talking about uh, the uh, Michael Jackson talk. Oh, docs. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. And I was just, like waiting for a pit bull reference, stuff uh, like that. Yeah. And that works both ways. Okay. And then um, just for like another train of thought down, I was always thinking of like going the ro- with the uh, Irish pro- uh, culture appropriation. I was thinking of going the wrong way. With that, because like, um, there's like this big movement where like Irish supposedly slaves, you know, oh, talk yeah. about like slavery or like hitting your kids, or just like going completely things that aren't Irish, but like you're claiming. I'll say are. like, oh yeah, black people appropriated slavery for yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just being like, slaves. Well, somebody, I I don't know if it's a comedian that made a joke, but the joke was that Irish were such terrible slaves that. Uh, they had to go to Africa to find better ones. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I didn't know. I couldn't tell if it was like somebody like a, an actual comedian's joke or just, I don't know. Uh, or if I should say that. <laughs> but uh, like that. But I see what you're going with. It's yeah. kind of like the like we were the like everyone's appropriating all this shit from us. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Go yeah. the ironic route. Yeah. The. uh the Ikea thing was funny to me. I wonder if you can make jokes about names of the children that were born. Okay, like, I can't yeah. think of any. I don't yeah, know enough about Ikea furniture, though. I don't yeah. own any. And then, the, and then another one is uh, when you were going into the documentaries. Uh, the other day I was at a mic, and then uh, somebody said R. Kelly. I thought that was funny enough. So just say R. Kelly. <laughs> okay. I really liked your uh, Ikea... Oh. 
the eighty percent, or I think it might be funny to add a little tag where like your marriage falls apart faster than my IKEA bookshelf. Like, oh, there you go. Yeah, along there. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Everybody, clap your hands cool. wildly for Marty Gunny. Oh. comedian he always gives it great comments and we're so glad that he's here clap your hands wildly for pete balmer right. Hell yeah. goodbye thanks for staying around guys have a nice have a nice evening uh i'm a i'm a messy guy i'm a very messy guy if i have this sized up correctly i think every single person in here is also pretty messy all right, never mind. Everyone's fucking clean. Fuck me, I guess. Uh, it's not that popular to be messy these days. You got all the stuff about like Mary Kondo talking about cleaning up to spark joy. That doesn't do it for me. Like what sparks joy for me is eating a whole bowl of ice cream and then leaving it there. That's my favorite activity. Um, like now I, leave, I live uh, in an apartment with three other dudes and our apartment's just like constantly a mess. It's in a state where if at any point in time a lady were to walk in, she'd say something, she'd be like... Oh, okay. Uh, so do the used soy sauce packets always go on the TV stand or like, is this a today thing? And the answer is yes. They're always there. It's our place for them. Um, and just to be clear, I have a, one of my roommates is a female, uh, but I don't think that dude is a gender specific term, right? It's more of a state of mind, right? You know, like uh, my roommate, uh, her name's Jean and she's lovely. And uh, what the fuck? Sorry, I'm going to be doing a lot of note looking today. There's a lot of written shit, so just bear with me. Oh, God damn it. All right, so remember what I was saying earlier about how a woman walk in? She'd be like, oh, soy sauce packets. So after that line, I should have said, but if another dude were to walk in, he'd be like, oh, you have a stain on your couch that looks like David Spade. This place rocks. Okay, that was worth going back. Sweet. We're going to keep on fucking plugging. Dude is not a gender-specific term. Refers to a state of mind. Like one time, Jean, my female roommate, if you forgot, uh, she ate a breakfast burrito. She ate half a breakfast burrito, and then she put it on her uh, bedside table, and then she left it there for three months. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool, though, you know? Because <laughs> like being a dude doesn't mean having a penis. It means ignoring the small stuff to focus on what's important to you. And the moment that I walked in two months into that burrito being there, I was like, hey, Gene, that burrito's looking pretty gnarly. You should throw that away. And then she looked over and she was like, nah, it's okay. And then went back to watching The Bachelor. That was the moment she became a dude, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm gonna keep fucking uh, I also do think people need to chill out about germs. Like, it's not, it's not a big deal, right? We... The only thing people really know about germs is that uh, they exist, and if you eat too many of them, it's bad for you, right? But we don't know a whole lot beyond that. Um, people act like they know about what like is going on with germs, though. Like, I had a dude say to me once, he was like, did you know that you could fit one million germs on the head of a pushpin? I was like, shut the fuck up, Steven. <laughs> like, you thought a hypothesis was a type of heroin needle earlier today. <laughs> Bam, thank you for that. There we go. Oh, yeah. Um, like, it's, I think it's, it's also like people can have attitudes about germs that are like almost hypocritical, you know? Because some people be like, oh, religion, that's fucking stupid. I'm not going to believe in like an imaginary thing that influences my life. And then those same people will watch you and they'll be like, uh, make sure you only dip a chip into the salsa once because if you do it a second time then it fills it with an imaginary or, sorry an invisible army of like green glob monsters that if you eat them they'll attack your body from the inside all right i need to word that better but we're still having fun all right we're just fucking saying all this shit outside today you know and like 
thing is, all right, even if even if germs, they're a big thing. Yeah, they exist. Like all that stuff I said is true. Germs are bad for you. But the worst thing that you can get is sick. And today, that's a pretty good thing. It's not bad to get sick in 2019. Like what's the worst thing that happens? You get a cold? Oh, no. You have to like, oh, that means that you have to blow your nose a bunch. But then you get to cancel all of your plans. You get to stay home from work and you get to sleep and take sleeping medication. And those are my three favorite things to do. I messed that up again, but okay, cool. That was the main written thing I was, was going to do, but I still got some time. I'm going to read some fucking tweets. I've been, I've been on Twitter recently, so I'm going to fucking, yeah. yeah, follow me. The King of Swing. Uh, it seems like, seems like no one is ever just sufficiently whelmed. <laughs> okay, sweet. Next, next one. Uh, that one is really more of a, a written one, but it's online dating is a great way for tightrope walkers to meet other tightrope walkers. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Sweet. I'm going to I got a couple more seconds. Uh, I had a feeling uh, I might get lucky tonight. Yeah. And that'd be really great. Cause I haven't won my monthly Yahtzee night in like two years. Okay. Sweet. I'm not going to stop doing this. Thanks guys. People moon. You're so brave and you're doing all new jokes. It was really funny. I really like all that new dude stuff that because i've been called out actually for calling girls dudes they're like i'm like okay that's totally gender neutral totally, stop it totally. yeah yep. so i agree with your whole dude thing um i i liked everything you did i think you just need a little like a little more fluff it out a little more the david spade funny punchline but david spade when what like when he was in joe dirt yeah, when he was yeah. a llama when he was when he was next to chris farley that stain actually looks more like chris farley yeah. you know like we talking tommy boy or joe dirt yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> That's a good detail. Right. Yeah. So, and I liked him best as the llama when he was in Emperor's New Groove. Just me, myself, personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. The three-month-old burrito was great. The whole idea about safety. I feel like you can go into the more of that. I feel like the burrito could be, maybe she, I don't know, maybe there's a dick joke in there, something about safety and foil and wrapping it up and it being there and just sort of left out. Yeah. Like once you leave. But that whole thing of now she's a dude, that whole concept was I really enjoyed that very much. And yeah. fuck people who don't who double dip or worry about double dipping. Whatever. Yeah, the right. imaginary germ fucking... thing, again, I also, I also really enjoyed the premise and can't wait to yeah. see where you go with it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'd, I think that'd be, that might actually be funny if you... You went to Steven, which was a funny, like, you know, the name call is always funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It might even be funny if you bring it back to it being your roommate, Gene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Gene, shut the fuck up. Gene, like, fuck that up. that yeah. thing is like a germ colony next to your bed or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Call back to the burrito. Or something along the lines, if you just, if you don't go with that, say... Like Steve, you live. You go by the fucking five second rule. Like you yeah, can't no, do. Yeah, no, I was you thinking about doing both the five second rule. The, you can't live by both the five second rule and the double dip rule. Like yeah. those two are not congruent at all. That was definitely because that's the other like dumb thing people. Yeah, think about yeah germs. five seconds. It's, it's like, like oh yeah, it's like they're fucking. It's like oh the invisible blob monsters can't run that fast. Like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the shields in Dune. That's exactly. too specific of a reference. Yeah, I didn't get the reference, but I said exactly anyway. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um I actually like the whelming thing. Uh, what was because underwhelming is like below expectations. Overwhelming is it's like too much. I can't handle too it. Much. Yeah. What is whelming? Come up with some examples. Oh yeah, yeah. It's literally like the Goldilocks. Of <laughs> it's like it's additives. like oh, it's like oatmeal with without brown sugar. Yeah, it's like you're whelmed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, try a bunch to of like that. bunch of like milk toast stuff, but right. like some something. Yeah, milk Very toast. Plain. What the fuck is milk toast? It's um, toast with milk it's, on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bread with milk <laughs> on it. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> no. um, is it is it whelming? Yeah. Um, there we go. 
the germs thing, uh, you're like, can you fit 5,000 on the head of a pin or something like that? I always said, like, those are called, like, Rogan facts. You get, that's somebody that, like, heard it on a podcast but never actually looked it up Oh, themselves. yeah, dude, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say something about, like, you saw that on Twitter on a page 60. Oh, yeah, I was going to, like, have yeah. some shit about, like, where you got that fact. That's a good point, though. Yeah, yeah, you can't have it on, like, you can't get your science news from Barstool Sports or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. was a good move. Uh, and then I really like the... Yeah, the dude bit's great. Um, it'd be one a lot better if you uh, weren't l- fucking looking at your notes. Um, yeah, I wrote, a, I wrote a bunch of shit today, and I, n- I don't know I how to joking. say any of it I was yet. joking. Yeah. Um, Good job for writing a bunch of shit today. Thank yeah. you. Uh, something... Don't miss the... F- like, sh- I like I, I, It went where I was hoping you were going with it, was like, you said, like, you know, she's she's not missing what's important to her. Yeah. Right? And so, like, she's not missing the forest for the trees or something like that. Uh, even if the trees are rotting and smell really <laughs> yeah, bad yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah that's good. Cool. Thanks. Uh, you're not that one doesn't work very well. Oh. Sorry. It might have an on off switch or something else is happening. I don't know what's going on. You're not messy. Uh, you're like super clean. Well, I don't you look got messy. like one hair out of place, dog. Like you're like, I, so like, I, I think like if you set it up with the fact that like you look clean, yeah. right? But like in your private time, you're like filthy as fuck. Right? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Because yeah. like you don't, you're no, not, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. gross. You're not messy. You you're yeah, very upstanding, true. beautiful young man. I you promise know? my apartment is super gross, but yeah, I, that, I that, 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 that's a good point. That's you. a good point. Yeah, Absolutely. I need to be like, I know but, I look like blah 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 blah. But then blah, you're covered like, in germs. Yeah. That means you're covered in germs because if you're all of your aren't we all Pam? Isn't this whole station covered in germs? That's very very true. Yes. Touch on getting HIV from this microphone. Yeah. <laughs> also to touch on what Big Dog said, uh, Whelming is funny. Is, is he Big Dog? He's Big Dog. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Just to be clear. Big Dog. You know yeah. I mean? um, Whelming, uh, like super duper. Like, what the fuck is duper? And why is it su- like what what, oh, what yeah, is like yeah. super? What makes a what makes duper? Yeah, super? It's you know duper I mean? Anyways, Whelming. Yeah. To okay, cool. Thanks, Mark. Everybody, clap wildly for Pete Palmer. That's how it works. We're moving right along. Where's your dog? Uh, in Modesto. The dog's in Modesto. The tiny, cute dog. Your next comedian. I haven't seen him in a while. It's lovely to see him. Clap your hands together for James Bostwick. Yeah, it's been a while. That. Thank you, Pam. Yeah, I like this. Uh... Did you guys have a good St. Patrick's Day? No? Okay. <laughs> Talk about that soon. <laughs> I had a pretty good one. I liked it a lot. Um, I couldn't believe it. I, I feel really lucky. Like, I, I actually plucked a um, four-leaf clover on St. Patrick's Day. I did. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. And by uh, plucked, I meant pointed at. And by four-leaf clover, I meant a San Francisco pigeon free of leg deformities. So that was pretty fucking lucky, four-leaf clover. Took a bit. Took a bit. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, you guys all heard about the college admission kind of scandal, right? Yeah. For the like, past two weeks, all my friends are trying to convince me that their hometown shitty school that they went to was on the elite college admission scandal list. It's like, really, Todd? Fresno State Technical College was on the elite list. Okay. All right. Believable. Um, the, the other night, uh, I wrote all these, uh, brand new fresh jokes to be told. I was really nervous about it. And I, and I went there and I told them, 
and I performed it. And it was it felt really good to be validated, you know, because after humiliating yourself, free parking is really kind of a great thing, you know. Felt good. Felt good. Uh, I have a lot of um, feminist friends. I have a lot of female feminist friends, and uh, they give me shit a lot. And they said you're not a very good ally to us, and that's bullshit. Okay. I'm woke. I support. You know, maybe it's not like in the streets fighting, but you know, it's like every single date I go on with a woman, when that bill comes for dinner, you know, I fight for gender equality. You go, girl. Let's split this shit. Come on. That's <laughs> that's how I do it. That's how I do it. Um, I just recently uh, visited all my family, and I and I. Um, I went down there and uh, they know I do some comedy and my uh, little niece, my 12 year old niece, she begged me to, uh, to do a few jokes. If you guys don't mind, if you guys don't mind. I, so this is my little niece. Uh, she, uh, she wanted me to do a few jokes of hers. Yeah. Isn't it? Okay. Thank you. What do you get when you cross a boy with the most amazing blue eyes in the whole wide world with a boy with the most amazing smile and cutest hair in the whole wide world. Give up? Robert Catalano from second period math class. <laughs> one more. This one, it is a bit of a switch. What do you get when you cross a monkey's butt with the stinkiest mouth that told everyone your secrets even though they swore they would never ever say anything? Give up, Emily Big Nose Thatcher. I think they made up. I think they made up. Uh, is is anybody like into Polly here? You guys like Polly, right? I love Polly. The only thing is that uh, I think she's afraid of commitment, though. I think she is. Okay, we'll talk about that one. Okay. We'll talk about that soon. Um, I feel like today, um, kids today are like a lot more educated about um, and aware of like mental illness than I was growing up. Like, and that's great. Uh, for instance, like when I was 17 and my girlfriend actually came out and told me, um, hey, I'm bipolar, you know, I was like, cool. All right. <laughs> All right, what more? <laughs> no, I think I think I'm gonna end on that good note. All right, thank you very much. James Bostwick, everyone, hooray! I love your sweater. Thank you. It, it's great. It's it is a very great. pretty sweater, it's and so I great. like it very much. Um, with the scandal, I'd yeah. mention another scandal. Like you only mentioned one scandal. Right. Oh, no, I'd mentioned another college. That's what I meant. So, like, CSU East Bay, you're not fooling anyone, Hayward. <laughs> like, give me a break, right? Or, like, CSU Bakersfield, nobody wanted to go there. I mean, but I like that you started with the Fresno Tech. I feel like there's there's a bunch of... I mean, even if you want to have the last one be, like, healed, really? <laughs> you know, what's the one that you... on the <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? Come on. I enjoy it, but I enjoyed that joke very much. I thought that you could stretch it out with some more. 
Um, and that I liked your whole feminism for equality splitting. Let's split this shit. I think that's very funny. I'm all for equality. I love that. The kid jokes are great, but I think you either need to start or finish with an actual kid joke, like the one about the ketchup or about polar bear. Hello. Like, here's an. <laughs> I want you to knock knock. Who you know? Think of a like in a dumb kids book joke yeah. like something like that and then be what do you get when you cross the stinkiest right. like that because that's so funny because you at least start with the okay <laughs> I, but I enjoyed those jokes so much I thought that was very real and very funny and the piece of paper I, mean, I had so much fun drawing that oh you drew that oh yeah that was it's not even real you were a prop comic don't lift the veil I totally believed you I 100% (laughs) believed you I 100% believed in the note I drew that my horse that is amazing and um your bipolar joke is almost there you just have to word it a little better you know she came out as bi yeah, I, mean, I just wrote that today. I'm having trouble like wording it a lot. It starts great with the poly and all that stuff. And let's just say my my you know one of my friends she just came out as bi. Yeah, polar. Yeah, not yeah. not not the kind of bi I was looking for, but she's exciting sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, get yeah. that girl on yeah. a manic day. We're having a good time. Right, let's right. go out drinking. Um, I but I enjoyed I enjoyed all your jokes very much tonight. And you're sort of, I I love so much that you lifted the veil and said that that's not real. I I would never have guessed. I would really? have totally okay. believed right. that you have an 11 year old that you hung I'm out with. Good. It's I totally I loved it. I, then now I even love it even more because it's a gimmick, and I didn't know it was. So yay! Other comments. Get in there. So. Yeah, I thought it was a hilarious. Earlier, James showed me the piece of paper, and he told me it took him 45 minutes to draw it. And I thought <laughs> reveal that to the it crowd. was so fun. So that fun. is that is deep commitment, and I deep, appreciate it. Deep. Keep that piece of paper. It's super cute. Are you going to do other open mics tonight? I was thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I, I want to know next week or a different week how the paper goes because it's okay, a really yeah. cute gimmick. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering as well. So we'll see. Any other comments? Clap your hands together, everybody, for Thank James Boswick! Yay! Well, I just ate a second weed treat, so I feel great. Uh, your next comedian, and I've been giving people extra time tonight just because there aren't that many people on the list, so why not? Your next comedian. I don't know him, but I'm sure he's going to be great. Put your hands together for Sergio Gonzalez. Pam, you kind of know me. <laughs> um, I was going to, James tip for me. So it's kind of like pointless now because I tip like for myself. Like I've tipped Starbucks before and if they don't see it, I'll take back the dollar. Like, <laughs> never mind. Um, I took Bart to, uh, today. Saw a billboard that said Overeaters Anonymous. And I was like, there's nothing anonymous about it. We know you overeat. <laughs> I saw another billboard that said, uh, porn kills love. Mm, Porn doesn't kill love. You forgetting to delete your browser history kills love. No, I get it. I know what it's all about. Like just setting uh, unreal expectations of what sex is. But I feel like porn taught me how to have sex. You know, like really. Like sex said, come on. Do you guys remember the Miracle of Life video? I don't know if my school's the only one that, anyways, this video starts out like this, it's a real video, like a heat vision of like a a flaccid penis. It's like blue and sad. 
and his, uh, and then he gets super hard, like, oh, we're going to do it. And he's like super ready. And then it inserts, but we don't see the insertion. And the dude shoots like a volcano load into this like vagina. Like it's crazy amount of semen. And we're like, holy, like this is like in the sixth grade. We're like, holy shit, like what's going on? Um, and then I don't know how they did it, but they attached like a GoPro to a sperm. And then this guy's just floating through the whole thing and just beating everybody. And he hits the egg before all the other sperm. And we're like, fuck yeah, he fucking did it. And all the kids are excited in class. And it shows like a cute little baby, like the embryo, you know, all the, the stages and all that. And then it cut, like this video was shot in the 80s. So like it cuts to like the birth, the birth room. I don't know what it's called. Um, <laughs> but it's like a lady with a Molly crew haircut and a Molly crew bush. And she's giving birth to like this fucking alien where he's like, like it's fucking crazy. And we were all like, none of us could eat lunch right after that. Like we were scarred. I'm still scarred from that goddamn video. But yeah, that's what um, I was supposed to learn how to have sex like that. And also like my sex ed teacher was 70 years old. And I swear to God, he's like, well, there's something wrong with that vagina. There's no hair in it. We're like, what? (laughs) Sorry. That's a millennial Joe, I don't know. Um, But yeah, porn taught me how to have sex. Like now I know that I need to fuck your feet before I fuck your vagina. Like, it's obvious. (laughs) No. Um, I'll stop right there. Um, I consider, even I did all those little weird porn jokes, I consider myself a feminist, but there's one thing that like, kind of against i don't know about it it's called a uh, man spreading some of you guys are doing it right now don't worry about it man i got your back if this was madrid you'd be arrested right now it's banned in madrid um but like there's a whole thing about it like all these ideas that we do it to like show male dominance against women or like just mark our territory a bunch of psychological things like that but um Really, we just don't want to squeeze our nuts. Like, that's that's it, ladies. We got dick and balls in there. Like, we got to... Some of us have smaller balls. We could, you know... Some of us have bigger nuts. And then ladies are always like, Yeah, how's it feel, huh? Like, let me get... I'm like, no, you have nothing. Just close your legs. You're taking up space. Please. Sorry, Pam. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm sorry, guys. They didn't write anything. Clap your hands together for Sergio Gonzalez. Yay! Woohoo! Yay! Manspreading! Manspreading! I like that manspreading joke um, because it's funny how they're. How you point out how they're bringing in all these psychologists and feminists to break down this issue, and you just go, it's like, yeah, we don't want to squeeze our balls. Like, that's. Because that's, yeah. a, for me at least, that's how it is. That's I was never no. getting that technical yeah. about it. Or um, I think, uh, yeah, work on, play around with that one more. Because that's a very relatable joke. And you could even come at it from the, we didn't know we were going all primal and male dominance on sitting. Like, yeah. Okay. Because it's just an act for us. But I feel like there's a lot of room to play around there. Um, I like how you... The joke about the awkward middle school sex thing, and you could even talk about how it's like, hey, at least we got lucky with our fucked up video, because a lot of places 
didn't. Yeah. You know, they had abstinence only. But again, you got a lot of room to play around with, and I would think you could kind of explore just the awkwardness of either having this gruesome video or not knowing anything about sex. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was just worried because like I didn't know if anyone's ever seen that video. I thought like it was like a whole like I don't know. I, I, I didn't see that specific video, but uh, mansplaining the manspreading. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I just think like I guess it's just so unfair for you guys that no one's actually made you a bra for your nuts. You know what I mean? Like we also have these two huge appendages on our body that sort of get in the way of everything, and it's like oh, what do you do? There they are. Like you can't. You kind of can't walk around without, you know, slamming your tits into something. But maybe same thing with um, man nuts. I, I, I kind of feel terrible that they never made like a ball sling for you or that there aren't like underwear with some sort of built in, you know, I don't know, gear to deal with your nuts. I feel really terrible for men right now. Yeah. Uh, you punch down on the fat people, but it's a funny joke. I mean, you opened with the thing. It's a funny joke, but... If you're, it's hard to do jokes about fat people if you're not fat. Okay. It can make, yeah. it's a funny, I laughed, but I also am a sizeist and don't like fat people. So, but it's hard, I mean, as a, as a skinny person, just, just, just something to be aware of. Like, and I don't hate fat people, but they do make me really nervous. But I still, I don't, I don't make jokes. I don't understand how it happens. All of a sudden, they're just like really big. It's like, oh yeah, but the overeater, not anonymous. Yeah, we all know you're big. Uh, maybe I'll gain some weight. It was, it was fun. I mean, it's just, it's hard. I tried for a while years ago to do some fat people jokes, and if you don't punch down on yourself first and let everybody know what a pile of dog shit you are, it's hard to go after fat people. Okay. That's just a thing. And then um, the stages of birth, I was like, you could throw something funny in there. Like, it's like, be like with your not knowledge. Like, it's a tadpole, it's a fetus, it's an alien. All of a sudden, there's an alien coming out of her twad. Ah, there's hair on it. What's happening? I like that whole sort of story and where you were going with it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Other people, comments. Okay. Other comments for Sergio. No other comments, Thank really, you, guys. guys? All right, clap your hands wildly for Sergio Gonzalez. Yay! so brave making fun of fat people uh <laughs> speak your truth baby it's all good jokes are jokes your next comedian put your hands together everybody take notes be excited uh pay attention it's raul sudarsen yeah i'm gonna tip i just don't want to awkwardly take the money out my pocket and then put it in but i will <laughs> um but um yeah let's so new jokes um huh? let's get into it um i start my name's rahul i started going by raul just because for the convenience of others and i know what you think like uh you can't erase your entire history of your name and shit but let me tell you something about uh i know this girl who's asian uh her name's yi chen and she goes by bella for short and um like if they get to choose a different name i get to choose a different ethnicity that's it um um, <laughs> uh, um I spent some time, uh, it's been a year since I've been in rehab and in rehab, uh, we, uh, talked about 
drugs and shit like drug of choice whatever and then this person next to me got offended saying hey can you stop talking about drugs i lost my father to drugs well then i said uh i lost my drugs to my father so um, uh who's really suffering there um uh i grew up vegetarian which means i'm not anymore and uh when uh I asked my dad, why am I vegetarian uh, or why specifically can't I eat beef? And it's because, and my dad said, uh, it's because the, well, cows are basically God in our religion. And so I said, why is God so delicious? <laughs> um, uh, what else is there? Let's uh, might as well just talk about the last time I did acid. Um, so acid, uh, as many of you know, how long is an acid trip? Like eight hours. And um, if, if you do it right and you have a healthy bladder, you will have to pee during that time. And uh, peeing on acid is a lot like peeing normally. Like, you know, you get in front of the toilet, zip down your pants, take your dick out, and contemplate this purpose of urination for 15 minutes and then continue. And uh, what I doubt, I was there and then I was in front of the toilet and I was like, this is taking way too long. Am I completely made of urine? And uh, I thought I'd never stop. And uh, it was bad. I need to finish that joke eventually. <laughs> Here's a premise that uh, I need to work on. Uh, why does minority porn always want to sell me iPhones? Um, yeah, I got to add a joke for that, but that's the premise. <laughs> um, uh, let's talk about my ex. Might as well. New jokes, right? Fuck no. Um, I, I was dating a girl last year for two weeks, uh, and she was a single mother. Uh, yes, she was Mexican. Um, but, uh, she was 21. I was 18. And I was like, you're not doing this right. You should be looking for 40 year old sugar daddies, not being a sugar mama. Um, but, uh, she, was basic, uh the problem with her was uh she was uh like crazy and i know what you're thinking like you can't call girls crazy like that well i can because she said it herself uh when she she said and i what my reply was uh i said uh well you're not crazy you're okay you're just over exaggerating you're being too hard on yourself but then what she heard was prove it bitch um uh so she's going to she proved it, and then I broke up with her. Okay, not that one. Fuck. Um, what else is there? I think I'll end on that one. That's all I wrote down for today. Raul Sudarsan, Sudarsan, yay! Comments. Um, you want me to go? Okay. Um, yeah, dude. So. I'll take that 20. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think the, um, the, the bit about your, uh, the, so like the, the woman, right? So you were like, so I dated this chick last year for two weeks. Like that's like a ridiculous statement um, to me because that was a year ago and it was two weeks and you're still talking about it. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's funny. Right? I don't date a lot. Yeah. Right. That's like, that's funny. Like, I just, like, I set up for, like, so many, like, funny things. Like, I'm still hung up on this chick that I dated for, you're right. And I think it was, like, interesting that you called her a girl when she's, like, a, a single mother. 
I think like calling her a woman would be like I don't know make it feel like you actually like respect her as a human being not anything gotcha. against you because <laughs> like I'm notorious for being like you know what I mean like you're on stage I understand but like little words like that like will just change a statement you know mm-hmm. and then um, yeah um, talk about how she had nice snacks because moms always have nice snacks I think mentioning that she's Mexican is um, unnecessary but if you could find a way to make it funny then God bless and I think the um, changing your name or and your race or whatever you said I thought that was funny I think that that's but at the same time you said that the Asian chick changed her name to Bella which is also changing her to a white person so I just think that's she's doing the same thing that you're doing right yeah. so I wanted to add like uh, I know a Haitian guy who I just found out his name was Marshall and been calling him bees this entire time it's like you interesting know. yeah <laughs> work with it yeah you got, got you I have um Couple things on here. I thought, why is God so delicious? I thought that was a funny tag. Um, and then I thought, with the acid stuff, you can even call back the, uh, the specifically to like talking to God or God as a cow or talking to a cow or something about cow. And then with the water, that was really good too. When you were like, "Am I gonna?" Maybe a fun fact: like I'm made of seventy percent water. Am I going to get rid of it all right now? Oh, gotcha. Like, but okay. as you're like some of the thoughts that are going through your head as you're like you keep peeing and if you're high on acid, it, there's going to be something funny there of like why am I? <laughs> how is there this much? Because like, when you said am I completely made of urine, that was that was very funny. Good new stuff. Thank you. Other comments? No. All right, everybody. Raul, or are we? Is there another comment? Yeah. Oh, okay. One. Uh, one. Um, I like the why is God so delicious because I thought that was I love how one culture thinks cow is God and we think cow is an entree <laughs> um, I like that one and I think when you talk because when you say you did ask you talked about how you contemplated the state of the country it's like am I made of piss is this country go shit like it all makes sense now <laughs> and because yeah, I yeah. thought oh you can play off of that or I'm going to do more acid and contemplate upon this yeah or just I don't know, call in the country shit when you're thinking you're made of piss. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I thought that'd be a funny to connect with. Yeah, I, I like the premises. I think like play, you have a lot of room to play around with and build stuff off of those. Thank you. Clap your hands wildly for a ooh, yay! In the sky, oh, we will die. Couple comics left here on the Joke Workshop every Monday. Mutiny Radio from 6 to 8 o'clock. It's actually till 7.50 and coming up after is something called Moonday Night Show and Joanna won't be in until 8.30 but we'll be playing uh, some of their other podcasts from 8 to 8.30 so stay tuned on Mutiny Radio for that. Right now everybody get your pens and papers out and get ready to pay attention and take notes for Fiat Chase. Yo, Fiat Chase, uh, whelmed cognito. I'm plussed, too. Like, I'm thinking about stuff like that, like words. Like you pointed out, you did a good wordplay lately. Um, you know what? Actually, I have to have, like, I don't know. Man, my life is fucking crazy. That's all I can say. Um, and I can't find what... Oh, yeah. So, jobs I've had, you guys. I've sold Timeshare. I've sold two different dating services. I've sold advertising. You know what I, you know what I can't do? 
I cannot be a banker. I don't want to look at all the money that I don't have. I cannot be a gynecologist. Like, a guy gynecologist? Like, what if you're in Hollywood? Like, how does, like, what do you talk about? Small talk? You're like, your client comes in, right? You, you've, you've relieved yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, Cameron, come in. Those are the stirrups. Yep. Okay. You sh- you really should be getting $40 million a movie. Um, I, I'll be right back. No. Um, can I take a selfie? Look, your next visit's free. Do you, um, I'll give... Okay. I'll be right back. Nurse! Um, you know, what do you guys think, like, the the underground spreading scene is in Madrid, like, pretty fucking, like, Richtering, right? Like, like the speakeasy, like, you go in, like... Right, and then you fuck the the guy that you don't like, right? You fucking you tell the guy you like. Let's tell him about. Let's tell him it's like a fucking, like celebrity disco, like post punk, like dripping with women, right? And we'll tell him like this is the signal, right? <laughs> so the dude fucking goes in like, like total like not a spreader signal, like a like a like a non man spreading signal, right? To get into the underground spreaders club, look, right? Like, the not cool guy. Thinks it's a disco. They kick his ass. Um, so yeah. So I, 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 my life is ridiculous. Like I don't. I'm trying to write a memoir. Uh, people compare me to Mark Twain. Say I'm brilliant, but I won't do certain things, and I won't do certain things because that's how I was raised, you know, and like ridiculous shit happens in my life and I get pissed off and like like tonight I got pissed off and I'm like well maybe maybe I'm wrong you know what I mean and like I need to have like Stevie Wonder like called me on my shit like Kanye like Kanye's like working it out I think but like he needs to sometimes be wrong. And when he said like, and admit that, like that's, I always tell the truth. I always admit when I'm wrong. Well, tell the truth. I usually like the next day. I'm like, I feel so terrible about it. Cause like, that's, that's a problem with this world. So like Kanye, my biggest thing with Kanye when he, when he was like slavery, he's like 400 years. He's like, that sounds like a choice. And it's like, it's like, you know what? Capitalism, like 400 years. Stevie wonder was like, dude, you got to shut up. And like, I'll I'll liken it to like capitalism. Like I'm not this like huge total, like everyone probably thinks I am. I'm progressive on most issues, but like I'm like Naomi Klein on this shit. Like we can have fair market systems. Like we just got to have better government. So like capitalism's not a choice. It's indoctrinated in us. It's forced down our throat. We fucking overthrow people's movements historically all over the world to give them forced shock doctrines up their ass so they have market systems so we can have our fucking $600 phones. All right, that's it. Thanks. Fiat Chase, everyone. Comments. Questions, concerns. Lots of concerns. Okay, so... (laughs) Uh, I like the Hollywood gynecologist one. Um, that was cool. Um, uh, I don't know if you gave a specific like example of like a celebrity. Like that would have been. Uh, I think I said Cameron. I've been using Cameron Diaz only because like only cuts. I have a, okay. a lot of celebrity. Cr- I'll she try was to hot when I was time. five. So I don't She's know. Hot. <laughs> I just say Cameron so as not to like get me in trouble. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I like that one. Um, if you gave like a more like specific example, that one was cool. Uh, the capitalism one, you could have like tagged that a little. I don't know how, but uh, like compare slavery to capitalism. I don't know. I don't know what the thing is, but yeah. <laughs> Um, I love the energy, very enthusiastic. Uh, I think just slow it up a bit or hit a pause here and there because like, I listen to punk music and I have a motor mouth. I, can, I understand the speed you're operating on, but just take a breath and let it, the audience time to sink in and catch up to your level. Um, it seemed like you were acting out a lot of examples and scenes and that was cool. Uh, just give a little more context or setup or be, you know, that would be a great time to hit a pause. You can be like, oh, just like in this thing in Hollywood. And then it gives everyone a chance to catch up because I love the enthusiasm. And if you just give people a chance to get onto your level, everyone's going to be right in the train with you. But um, yeah, it seems like you got a lot of ideas and topics to work with. Yeah, I think you need to start writing. I think that you come on stage and you just sort of kind of treat this like therapy and you just verbally just get it all out there and you're not going to progress until you actually start writing. Like, yeah, you can be crazy pants on stage, but it's not you got to have some punchlines. You got to do some work. Or you can just come here and be crazy every week and just like be like la 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 la. But when you see people do that, it's when they've been doing comedy and they've been writing for a long time. And then when they get to the point where they're quote unquote writing on stage, it can be a useful experience. But right now, it just kind of feels like you're doing therapy or you're going through some like drug rehab withdrawal kind of thing. Like I know you're really getting into comedy, but if you want to really get into it, start writing. Like start taking your day and like actually so that you're like fluffing around and then you have a punchline instead of being like did you see that dog over there this is seven over here i was on the bus that was crazy we're here we're here at mutiny radio i walked down the street i went to the hospital everybody was great it was incredible did you see that dog it was nuts ah! like that's what it feels like and it's almost stressful and un- <laughs> just to watch it just to watch it is almost uncomfortable so the way that you're gonna like be able to buffer that so that it's like, do you know what I mean? I don't mean to be mean or anything, but I think that you gotta sit down and write. Yeah, I don't even care. Like, it, I'm the dude, like I, I've thought about some of those things. Like I don't care, and like I'm the dude, like I don't, especially at this point in my life, I don't care if you're trying to be mean. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean <laughs> with that either. Like that's just how, that's how I roll. But like, I had this thing, weird thing at like this, one of this open mics where it felt like, People, this sounds paranoid, but trust me, my life is nuts. Like people were like blocking both sides of the street so people wouldn't go by the bar to like see me perform because it is kind of funny. So like maybe, maybe not. So that's where part of like the performance comes in. So I feel like I write, and, and you are right on some points. And so I try to write during the show to like, like yeah, the but man it, spread like the do man you want to get better? Be like, do you want to get better? You've got to write during the day. You can't do it. Yeah. You're way True. too young. You're way too young in comedy. I know everyone has a Netflix special now, and everyone can do comedy. But <laughs> use this time wisely. Write during the day, and then bring the jokes here at night. Unless you want to start doing improv, go can go do improv somewhere because that's like yes, and I'm doing this, and and that's fine. But it's not stand up. Um, I, w- yeah. I think 
uh, I mean, we already touched on this whole topic last week. And I'm not going to get back into it. But yeah. I think when you start, when you said people compare me to Mark Twain and then like all these other names, if you would have just thrown like crackhead in there, yes. you know what I mean? Like if you would have just thrown like meth addict, yes. like in what people like see, like view, like, you know what I mean? Like compare you to, and, and it's not, I'm not being mean. I'm I know. saying, I'm, I'm saying live in the, in the honesty cause you are a recovering addict. Am I, am um, I yeah. on point? Okay. So yeah. And I did that last night. I know, actually. no, I know, I know. I've seen you do something with <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. I think with what Pam's saying, you definitely got to write. We already talked about it, but you definitely yeah. got to write and then just write out like you just your truth. You know what I mean? your truth like be as true to yourself as possible because that's what's going to be funny and you have to you have to write out something and and, I, and, and trust me when i first started comedy I'm, I'm only two years into comedy so i'm not like mr fucking veteran okay. but when i started comedy i was very much on stage in the moment motherfucking frankie lee's in the building um in the moment like on stage writing and, and writing like set, setting up my set list while i'm sitting there waiting to get on stage that's it's 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 new it's newbie shit and you're gonna get out of it. You just gotta you just gotta realize and recognize that that's whack and you gotta fucking you know what I mean like doing that during waiting and writing and that's just not how it's gonna work. You have to put in that time to figure out what you want to say before you even get to the building. You know what I mean before you even leave your house. You just know what you want to say and start just fucking going over those things because you're going a hundred miles a fucking second in your head. I could we can all see it. You know. So. I know that that's been the thank you for that and you're of and course. you're right. I've been playing with it and I've been trying You'll to. You'll get like, it, dude. Dial it. Thank you. Thank you guys. All right. Your next comedian. What a lovely human being is. I'm sorry your doggy has diarrhea. That's a real bummer. And uh, hey, everybody, come listen to the new jokes of Mark Neuer. All right, cool. So I uh, got a new job. I'm a, I'm a barista. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. I make avocado toast. It's not for me. The last place you want my phalanges is in your avocados. You know what I mean? The last place my fingers belong is knuckles deep in your avocado toast. That's just not... I smoke three packs a day. That's going to be some added fucking flavoring. You know what I mean? That's a seasoned packet you did not want in your avocado toast. (laughs) If you go to... if you go to like a, a fucking coffee spot and you order an avocado toast, like you can, you can kind of guess what, what kind of people that was. Like oh, the kids are calling them lit. They're calling them litty as AF. That's my customer. That's my, my customer base is just these woke avocado toast eating individuals. So they come in, they, they want very specific avocado toast. Like I want an avocado toast on uh, medium well toast, please. <laughs> We're talking about fucking toast here. You know what I mean? <laughs> We don't do a medium. What the fuck is me? We'll put it on Ford. Get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck. I'm not twisting a knob. I'm putting, I'm just going to plunger it down and I'm going to shove a bunch of fucking avocado smash and I'm going to salt and pepper the fuck out of it. I'm going to shove my fingers in it and I'm going to give it to you. I'm a terrible employee. Cool. I thought that transition would be a lot funnier than it was. Uh, I'm a terrible employee. Um, I'm just like, I'm very reactional, you know. I I get orders a cappuccino. First question I ask this person when they order this cappuccino is small or large. Very simple. She says no. 
I know I'm controlling, but that's not how this conversation works. You know what I mean? That's just not how it, it's not how the conversation goes. I don't have a no button. There's no, no button on my screen. I'm sorry. It just does, isn't there at, the, at all. I get flustered. Ask my manager. Is there, we got we have a no option? No, uh, no, no. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? There's another part to this, um, this whole employee trilogy here. Um, oh yeah. I'm a terrible employee. That's right. Uh, my manager tells me, Mark, I want you to clean this uh, table till you can eat off of it. I eat ass. I'm not really sure, entirely sure how clean you're going to want this table here. Uh, you're probably going to need to give it like a little wipe over, you know. Might be some tissue left over. Just move that to the side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be a grown-up about it. Just, just forget about it. Just forget it exists. Because if you acknowledge it, then it, it like becomes reality. And then you have to like light a candle you have to like caress her as she wipes. It's just it's ruins the mood. If you just, it's called copy and paste. You just copy it and paste it the fuck somewhere else. You know, <laughs> you move on. Anyways, um, I feel like if your girlfriend's not farting in front of you, she's definitely cheating on you. Like a hundred percent fucking other people. It's hard to accept. Um, I, I, I realize this. It's with me and we're just, uh, we're just fucking and farting. Fart and fuck. And I can't look at anyone in the eyes while I do this bit because it's just awkward. Um, we're just fucking and farting, farting and fucking watching Friends on Netflix. Farting the theme song. Um, for me, it sounds like... Uh, I have a really loose asshole. It just, you know, I whistle while I work. What can you do? I put things in it sometimes, from time to time. You know, you look like... Who looks like you? You look like you have a storage space somewhere in San Francisco, maybe Daly City. You got a little storage unit, a place to like a closet sort of put your stuff. I don't, you know what I mean? But we both have rectums, so something we have in common, right? Cool. <laughs> uh, I got. I just. I just found a puppy in San Francisco. She was like running through the streets. It was pouring down rain, middle of the night. I find her. I like, drive down the street. I pick her up. Took her home, and now she's like my like puppy. So I found, I finally found like a real bay bitch, you know, like I really found myself a real San Franciscan female. They're extinct. I don't know. That's the whole premise or idea to the joke is that gentrification uh, sucks and I am the problem. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That, it's funny because it's true, right? You have to live your truth. Anyways, that's my time. Mark Neuer! Yay! Avocado toast! Yay! It's so delicious and expensive, and I don't understand it either. I like the avocado. Well done, toast. <laughs> you fuck those little assholes. Um, I love your table joke, but I would let us get confused for a while after you say, I eat ass. And then when you're talking about cleaning the table, talk about cleaning the table for a minute. And we don't know if it's a butt or if it's table. Like, you know, I, I wipe it off, but it's still a little sticky. You know, there's a little, I mean, there, there could be, I mean, I don't know what that, yeah. I don't know what that, I don't know what that liquid is. You can smell it, you know, like, I don't know what's happening with that, you know, at, you know, but I would, I would let, I would play a little bit longer with before you get to copy paste before we're like, oh, but still at this point, we still don't know if you're talking about a butt or a table. Right. So the longer you can make us be confused, the funnier that's going to be. Okay. And, um, what things do you put inside your butt? I feel like before you even say the storage unit line, you can be like, 
those old micro machines you've had since you were, you know, like, what are you, like, what are the weird things you're putting up your butt as storage? Right. Like, there's a couple Barbie doll heads up there. I don't know what to do with all those extra mugs or whatever, whatever things people put in storage. Like, I would, like, you know, what are you? Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like that part of the bit should die, honestly. Like, I feel like that entire part of the bit, like, even the whistling, the, after, um, like, farting the theme song to Friends, I think that the, the joke has done its job, right. you know, like, I yeah. feel like it's just like, cause I wrote, when I wrote that, I was homeless. So like, I was like, in context, it was like, I have nowhere to, nowhere you to have put my no stuff. Space. Like, I put my stuff in my ass, yeah. right? So that was right. the joke. I'm not homeless anymore, so it does. No, but I mean, you could still go back to the car, glove compartment box, right, okay. like, it's pretty big space. Yeah. I mean, but that can be. <laughs> <laughs> put some shit in there. You but you I mean? really, you give it, there's a lot of shit in there. I never, I, you know, I just never realized how absolutely full of shit I really am <laughs> until, uh, but no, I always, I always enjoy, um, the strange, ridiculous things you have to say about your butt. Thank you. Yeah. I've been working out. Other, other, uh, other comments. Um, uh, like the avocado toast one, how you talk about how specific people get and you're just like, it's, and you kind of break down like it's toast. I'm going to put it in right. for whatever it's set for. And I really like how you mentioned, it's like, Oh, you want handmade avocado toast? I smoke three packs a day. You really want the taste of my hands on your food. I feel like that's something right. you could play off of a little more and try to put like a, f a false smile or how you would if there was a customer there, even though you're like muttering to yourself about how you don't give a shit or mm. I don't know. Or how you're wearing gloves and it the avocado feels the same as <laughs> all that ass play. I'm wearing, I'm wearing gloves with the finger, the cigarette tar just burns through the glove. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Thank you. Yay, Mark Neuer. Yay. Thank you for your patience and sticking around. Uh, hey, guys, your next comedian, he's been here all night, too, and he's been giving great comments, and I know you guys are going to enjoy it. Put your hands together for Shane Kenny. So they can see the lies. How's everyone doing tonight? Awesome. We got a packed house. Um... So it was St. Patrick's Day recently, and everyone had to inform me that they're part Irish. People going up to me like, hey, I'm 5% Irish, top of the morning to you. Um, I'm full-blood Irish, and aside from the fact that we benefit from white privilege, being Irish just means that you have a lot of fucked up personality traits. Like, being Irish means you struggle to express a genuine emotion without sounding sarcastic or cynical. That and the thought of fighting excites you. I'm not even a fighter, but every time people bring up fighting, I start airboxing like, let's do this, knowing I'm going to get my ass kicked. Um, so as you can see, I have the face of a Neanderthal. Um, I found this out recently that apparently having a forehead and nose that protrudes past your eyes is an evolutionary trait designed to protect your eyes from getting punched in the face. You know what that means? My ancestors were getting punched in the face so frequently for so many generations, our DNA literally changed. My ancestors' DNA was like, all right, cells, cells, stop trying to increase height or IQ. They won't stop getting punched in the face. So we're going to have to divert resources to the forehead and nose so we don't lose an eye. And that's why my brothers and I are short and stupid, 
fucking take a punch. So, what else? Um, I found this out recently, but apparently it's super common for adult bears to eat baby bears. Like, every kid as a baby has a teddy bear. But it turns out that bears are just cuddly-looking cannibals. Like, that's the beautiful part about the age of information. We're learning everything we love and cherish has a dark side. Like, bears eat babies. Um, Michael Jackson was into kids. At this point, if we were to find out that Mr. Rogers was a serial killer, I wouldn't be surprised. Just like, oh, I, that's why he was being so nice. Like, that's the worst part is nothing surprises me anymore. Like, between the chaos of my personal life and the chaos of the world, like, nothing shocks me. My parents will still call me up and be like, can you believe what Kanye said or what Trump tweeted? I'm like, yeah, shocking that two egomaniacs with way too much power and influence are saying distasteful things. Also, it's like not like they had an awesome track record of behaving like adults before. Um, speaking of Kanye, Kanye West is giving mental illness a bad reputation. Like before, um, when I would tell people I was mentally ill, they would think Kurt Cobain or Tom Cruise. Like mental illness used to be mysterious and sexy. Now I'm nervous about telling people I'm mentally ill because they think Kanye or Trump. It's like, no, no, I'm not pro-Trump mentally ill. I'm sad and sexy mentally ill. Um, so I went swimming at the beach with my best friend last summer and it's... And we were went swimming drunk like we do everything else. My friend's 6'2". We've been through everything together. Protests, punk shows, and we got pretty deep in the ocean. And at some point, I saw him swimming back. And I, and I was drunk, and I was like, you know, fuck him abandoning me in the ocean. So I started calling him a wussy and a little bitch. And then we met back up on the shoreline 20 minutes later. And he goes, and I was like, dude, why did you swim back? And he goes, I was drowning. And I was like, holy shit. That would have been terrible last words to my best friend. And an incredibly awkward funeral. Like, I can't think of a, like, there's worse ways to die. But drowning while your best friend calls you a little bitch not is got to be up there. Also, that'd be an awkward funeral when his mom shows up like, how, how did he die? It's like, uh, he, um, he drowned. What were you doing? Calling him a little bitch. Um, what were his last words? Um, aside from, um, we were talking, we were drinking beer before we went swimming, and he, I remember him saying, "Let's have another beer." So his last words were beer. Um, but I, I, he always went on lectures and rants about how much he loved and cherished his mother. But if I had to speak at the sermon, though, I'd own up to that. You know, it's like, well, we went swimming and. Fucker doesn't know how to doggy paddle. My last words to him were, come on, you little bitch. We've been through so much, and now you're turning back. What the fuck? Um, so, thankfully, he's part Irish, so the, the funeral would have been a party anyway. Um, people say that weed makes you paranoid, and I never understood that. Then one day, I got high and Googled brain tumor symptoms. Um... Yeah, that first paragraph from WebMD will have you writing your will. Start my will like, I leave my last will and testimony 
And then I realized I don't have anything of value. It's like, I have weed, records, and guitars. Like, people normally write wills when they have estates or fortunes and greedy rich kids who want it. It's like, well, uh, my cousin gets my records, uh, Zach gets the weed, and fucking the remainder of my friends can fight over the guitars. Like, it's, no one's gonna be like lining up or fighting for anything. Except maybe the weed, because my friends are degenerates, but. All right, um, that's my time. I'm Shane Kenny. Shane Kenny, yay! I like your storytelling bravado. I like that you don't say um or like a lot and that you have a discernible story with a beginning, middle, and an end. Uh, I think there's a doggy paddle joke in there somewhere when you call him a little bitch. I think there's a doggy paddle joke. No? That he, because you did the doggy, you said, it, and then like if you're calling him a little bitch, then it's a dog. He's calling him a dog. Oh yeah, no. so maybe it's too obvious. Um, yeah, I mean, it's clear you did some thinking about your. I mean, it's terrible. I'm sorry that you're. It is kind of funny that your friend you didn't know he was drowning. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to say. There are no. Is anyone giving comments? Uh, this is more of an open mic. Just yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is fun. Uh, thank you, guys. Yay! Yay! Uh, there's a couple people in the front row. Did you guys, were you just hanging out, or do you want to go? You want to go up? Oh, okay. Did they really? That's so great. Hey, friend. Neither one of you were the ones that were going to drown, right? No. Yeah, you're, you're okay? Okay. Other right, 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 right. Um, well, since um, I'll do I'll do something real quick just for your friends. Yay, me! Yay! Can I say something? Yeah, the fuck my set. You can say something. No, real quick though. We only have like two minutes. There's only like two minutes. All right, people. Most of y'all don't know me, but uh. My name is Frankie Lee. Oh, wait, before, are you going to donate? Because I'm kind of mad at you because during the festival, you came in under the guise of being supportive, but you just wanted a set. And then rather than sit down and listen to everybody's sets, you actually got up in the middle of somebody's set. So actually, I'm not going to give you time because I'm still kind of mad at you for coming in during my festival. Again, under the guise of being supportive, asking for time, not getting what you wanted, and then leaving when someone was on stage. And I thought that you weren't that rude, but I guess you are. So right now, I'm going to be rude to you. Thanks so much for being here tonight, guys. This has been Joke Workshop. Bye.
and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm from there you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures they've got live comedy to small business advice lgbtq friendly to sports vinyl to gutter punk MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. 
Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. <laughs> All so, on my limited view. Yes. Every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. And Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God. There's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes. You can also find us on social media. M as in Mary. L as in Larry. P as in Peter podcast mov podcast is our handle until next time i hope you're enjoying your view yes bye bye that, was, that kind of sucked balls good evening there my friends here at mutinyradio.fm chester cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there and uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joe Workshop.